For 24 years, he was connected to the New England Patriots. He was, as the AP put it, the architect of the most curated dynasty of the league's Super Bowl era. Six Super Bowl championships. But now Bill Belichick is not coaching the Patriots. A disastrous season for the Boston franchise owned by Robert Kraft. They parted ways amicably, at least on camera. The team lost 13 games, winning only four this season. Rumors out that Belichick may be headed for the Falcons at age 71. No doubt you've heard of the surprise removal of Pete Carroll as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. This weekend, the Dolphins won't be playing in balmy Miami. They're in Kansas City. The Saturday night game with the Chiefs forecasted to be the coldest game in NFL history. The wind chill predicted minus 10. Nobody's going to last. Winning streaks always end. One outcome I know. Christ said God's kingdom is in us, never leaves us. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Friday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. I'm Charles Morris, and I want to welcome you from Southern California to a Haven Today program called The Hope That Carries Us Through. All week, we've been hearing voices of Haven past, and that's what the program sounded like back in 2005. And though my voice might sound a little different today, one thing hasn't changed. We're still keeping it all about Jesus, and that happens to be the title of our series this week. Well, joining me again on the program is, might I even say, handpicked successor, David Wolin. David, that excerpt that we just heard from our program many years ago is from the same year you started working for Haven Ministries, isn't it? That's right, Charles. 2005, you hired me as your assistant that November, and for that, I will be forever grateful. Hey, me too. That was totally the Lord leading you to Haven mm-hmm. nearly two decades ago. Well, I'm so glad he brought you back to be the leader at the Good Ship Grace as I'm going emeritus. And I'm a bit curious, after hearing all those voices of the past this week, what encourages you to carry on with the program into the future in days ahead. Well, Charles, there are many things. I've shared some of them over the last few days, but I think I'm going to say that I'm encouraged by Haven's ongoing commitment to global missions and just great commissions work that is going on overseas today. And that's been true of Haven for a long, long time. Perhaps even a few of our listeners, longtime listeners, might remember back to a time when every Friday on Haven was Missions Friday. Back in the 70s, that was hosted by none other than Bob Bowman, who was the founder of FEBC, Far East Broadcasting Company. And that's where you were working before coming back to Haven. I think that's pretty providential. Yeah, me too, Charles. And originally, you know, Bob Bowman was just out of college. It was the 1930s, and he was the original baritone of the Haven of Rest Quartet, and then later went on to found Far East Broadcasting Company. Well, and what a precious saint he was. I would go over and have lunch with him. He was still alive when I came to Haven. I even preached his funeral, Hmm. and I'm so thankful uh, to be able to spend time with this saint uh, before he went home to be with the Lord. 
Oh, that's so neat, Charles. I wish I could have met him in person before he passed away. I think I'll have to wait until glory, but his legacy lives on both at FEBC and at Haven. And we've been talking a little bit so far about the history of Haven with missions before your time, Charles, but there is a history during your time at Haven. I'd say that Haven's commitment to global missions actually grew a lot under your leadership over the last 20, 25 years. And I got to be there for that as Haven started coming alongside other ministries and we were telling the stories of what Christ is doing in other parts of the world and and raising funds for critical need projects. Well, and and just remember the first time you and I together went into China Hmm. and we were smuggling Christian materials in and we were looking over our shoulders thinking we were going to be arrested by the secret police. We weren't. But it was a great time of ministry. I remember that. And providentially, the Lord led us to the folks that we we met, part of the church there, that were able to help us minister Christ in the Sichuan earthquakes that happened uh, a couple years later in 2008. And that really began a long sequence of us coming alongside ministries uh, that are doing great commission work in places like Haiti in the 2010 earthquake that was there or the 2011 tsunami in Japan and then on through the last number of years and then recently Ukraine when Russia invaded in February of 2022 and coming alongside Mission Eurasia and then just a few months ago when Hamas attacked Israel and Haven was linking arms with Jews for Jesus which is the largest Christian ministry still operating in Israel. Well, what an opportunity the Lord has given us to help people all over the world in the name of Jesus. And David, let's not forget El Faro de Redención, which has been up and running for six years next month, broadcasting the gospel to Cuba and all the Spanish-speaking world, including the United States, every day. Exactly. And we will be returning to highlight that ministry of El Faro and what God is doing in Cuba specifically in the near future on Haven. Uh, But Charles, in all of this conversation, I'm thinking of something that one of my spiritual mentors growing up once said to me. He said, David, if you want to walk closely with Jesus in your life, you're going to have to be willing to go where he goes. And Jesus told us where he's going and what he's doing. He's the shepherd who leaves the 99 sheep and goes after the one who is lost. And I'm thinking, Charles, how could Haven call itself a ministry that's all about Jesus if we're not also devoted to the Great Commission? And as we move into the future, I'm determined to continue championing that commitment. Well, you also mentioned Jews for Jesus a moment ago, uh, and perhaps that's a great transition for us. We had, when the war began in Israel and Gaza, we had on Jews for Jesus, including the president of Jews for Jesus. And you've gone back and you just recorded a new interview with David Brickner, who's the president of that great organization. In your interview, you talked to David about seeing Christ in all the scriptures. So it's fitting for the series that we're doing this week. Mm -hmm. Well, as we get started, both David and I want to invite you to join us in reading God's word all the way through this year. And our goal is not just to increase your knowledge quotient, it's for you to get to know Jesus better. And to help us all with this, we've just released a hardback book called Christ in All the Scriptures, Reading and Praying Through the Bible in a Year. There's a reading schedule we've included, a little box you can check off each day. We've also included an introduction to all 66 books showing how all the scriptures point to Jesus And as I said, the goal is much more than knowledge. We need to be closer to our Savior and Lord this year. 
Let me invite you, as I have this week, after the program, come to our website, make your first gift of this new year, and don't just get one copy, get multiple copies of Christ and all the scriptures. And we've also on the website included the first several days of reading so you can get started even before your copy of the book arrives. So come and visit us at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Or you can call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And now how about a little music as this Haven Today begins? A song from Chris Tomlin that we haven't heard in a while. He became sin who knew no sin that we might become his righteousness he humbled himself and carried the cross love so songs that Chris Tomlin has recorded in the last 
20 or so years. That's from his album, How Great Is Our God, Jesus Messiah. This is David today, keeping it all about Jesus. And David, I'm kind of excited to return to Jews for Jesus and to listen in to this interview you did with David Brickner. It was an encouraging conversation, Charles. The work they do is incredible, but it seemed so fitting to have him on the air speaking into the topic that we've been exploring these past couple of weeks about seeing Christ in all the scriptures, because really that's what the Jews for Jesus organization is doing. They are using the Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament, to show and share Christ. So, Charles, I'm going to share a portion of this interview with you and our listeners now, and then let's catch up afterwards. This is Haven Today. I'm David Wolin, and I'm joined by another David, David Brickner from Jews for Jesus. You were on with Charles just a few months ago, but this is our first chance to talk on the air, so welcome back to Haven Today. Well, thank you, David. Shalom. It's great to be back, and I just want to start by saying how grateful we and Jews for Jesus are to Haven. Uh, You have been a partner with us in many different ways, and especially in this last most consequential season of our work in Israel. You and all of your listeners have been uh, big supporters and prayer partners with us to see the gospel proclaimed even in the midst of this difficult time for Israel. And I want to thank you guys for being a part of the Lord's hands and feet and making that a reality in Israel today. Well, it's our pleasure. And I will echo that thanks, but I'll direct it towards all who are listening, uh, because they're the ones who, who did this. Uh, so, I'll, in fact, I, I looked up the number this morning. So uh, Hamas invaded Israel. The war began uh, three months ago, just a, or a little bit more than that. And pretty quickly, you jumped on the air with Charles and listeners provided support in the amount of $214,000. So that far surpasses uh, any expectations that we had. And and maybe that's a good spot for us to start today because the conflict's been going on for three months. And can you give us any updates from the field uh, as, as the ministry has been doing so much during this very difficult season? Yes. And uh, because of the um, generosity of your listeners, we've been able to do a tremendous amount of help uh, in in terms of providing for those over a quarter of a million Israelis who've been displaced. We called it our Feed the 5,000. So about 5,000 boxes of groceries and supplies per week were going out through the months of uh, October, November, and December. And uh, 2,000 hot meals a day were being prepared. Um, and Of course, as we bring these needed supplies, uh, we brought supplies to soldiers on the front line. There were opportunities to share the gospel, uh, Mm. to provide New Testaments for those interested. And I can tell you that during the last three months, the requests for uh, the Hebrew New Testament from Israelis Mm. has more than doubled uh, what it normally is. And so that's an indication of just the great spiritual hunger that comes even in the midst of this dark time. And I could tell you, David, stories of miracles that occurred. I'll just give you one. Mm. When uh, October 7th hit, it traumatized the nation, and uh, the nation is still experiencing trauma. The, the hostages are still being held uh, in Gaza and so it's it's a difficult time. We had a memorial service on November 7th, 
And we invited the community to come to uh, light candles, to pray, to hear songs and psalms sung. And we had a, a large number of unbelieving Israelis who came and were able to hear the gospel. And there was one man who came named Yosef. Yosef comes from a religious background in Israel. And he came with lots of questions that were more like accusations. Mm. He was very antagonistic. And he said, well, we'll put that aside for what this uh, memorial service is, but I don't like what you guys believe. So we did our best to answer his objections and invited him to come back for the service the following week. And he came back with more questions, but of a very different sort, because Mm. in between those two events, Yosef had had a vision of Jesus and become a believer Uh, He didn't even know what born again meant, but he had been born again by the power of the Holy Spirit. And now Yosef is being eagerly discipled by our Jews for Jesus staff there in Israel. And that's just one example of how God works, even in the darkest of times. It's a bad time for Israel, but it's a good time for the gospel. Mm -hmm. In a sense, as the war has gone on, you're doing what you always do, which is share Christ uh, with with Israelis as they're in the nation. But then you have a ministry to Jews all around the world. And uh, this week um, on Haven, we're talking about Christ and all the scriptures. And we were talking about this and I was thinking, we really need to talk with David Brickner because you know, what your ministry is doing today is not that different from what the Apostle Paul was doing uh, in the time of the early church. He was pulling out the Hebrew scriptures and sharing the gospel from them and pointing to Jesus. Uh, so I was thinking this this is something that you could speak to in a contemporary context. And I'm just curious for how those kinds of conversations go. Where's your mind when you go to share the gospel um, with a Jewish person? Well, of course, this has been foundational for Jewish ministry, and it was really how Jesus equipped those first Jews for Jesus uh, to go and to share the gospel. After his resurrection, uh, there's a wonderful story, one of my favorites, where he appears in a room where the doors are locked, and he addresses this very subject to his early followers, and it's in Luke 24, Mm -hmm. verse 44. It says, and then he said to them, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. And so it's very interesting to see how Luke phrases that because he refers to what's commonly understood as the three sections of the Older Testament, the Jewish Bible, the Hebrew Scriptures, the Law of Moses, which is Torah, Mm -hmm. the Prophets, which in Hebrew is Nevi'im, and the Psalms, or the Writings, which is Ketuvim. And what the Jewish people do is they take the beginning phrase of each of those words, Torah, Nevi'im, and Ketuvim, and talk about the Bible as Tanakh, Tanakh is the Hebrew scriptures. And Jesus said, all of these things and all these three sections that you know about were written about me. And you need to open your understanding. You need to open your mind to understand all of this, which was predicted beforehand. And so Mm -hmm. I've been living uh, as a missionary to the Jews now for over 45 years, 
I've been living with these texts. There's no question that my Jewish people are oftentimes persuaded to follow Jesus because they see him in Mm. their own Bible. And that's one of the tasks of someone who's trying to reach Jewish people with the Gospels to demonstrate that it's not just the New Testament that talks about Jesus. But he's in the entire Hebrew Bible, and we need to we need to get excited about that and understand that, and be able to share those wonderful truths with people. Mm. Well, perhaps then you could uh, give us a little for example. Is there is there a place that you would typically start? Is there a pivotal passage or two that seem to be effective when you're opening the Hebrew Scriptures and pointing to a starting spot? Well, this won't surprise too many of our students of the Scriptures to hear me say this, but the most often referred to Messianic prophecy in the Hebrew Scriptures is found in the book of Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Some call it the Gospel according to Isaiah, and it is Isaiah chapter 53. which is one of the servant songs of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah. But it uh, it really does paint a beautiful picture of Jesus as the suffering servant. We know in the Jewish mindset, the Messiah is coming, but the idea of him being a suffering servant is hardly understood, hardly known. And so oftentimes, many times, and I refer to this in the book, I'll sit down with a Jewish person and say, uh, let me read to you a passage uh, and from the Bible, and uh, you tell me who you think the, uh, the author is speaking of. And I'll read or have them read Isaiah chapter 53. And they'll say to me, oh, well, that's obviously Jesus, but mm-hmm. you're reading from the New Testament. And then I like to point out, oh, no, actually, this is written by Isaiah, a nice Jewish boy who wrote 700 years before the coming of Jesus. And uh, it is uh, a dilemma for rabbis to explain how it is that something so obviously talking about Jesus can be found in the Hebrew prophets. And it's very clear. So that's really the most go-to passage, if you will, of all of the various prophecies in the in the Jewish Bible. And uh, so, but there are many others, of course. Of course. David Brickner, president of Jews for Jesus and a faithful servant of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for being on Haven today. Well, thank you, David, and thank you to all of your listeners for partnering with us. Let me say Shalom Aleichem. Peace be unto you. I'm Charles Morris, and David Wollen. That was a fascinating discussion with David Brickner from over at Jews for Jesus. It was, and I wish we would have had the time to air the whole interview on the program today. There was actually quite a bit more. But over the next week or so, we'll sprinkle in some of the clips we weren't able to air on the, on the program today. He shared from other parts of the Old Testament. Uh, there was one question, Charles, in particular that I found fascinating. I'll just tease this one up a little bit. I asked him about whether, in his experience, most Jews today have a messianic expectation and what that looks like, whether in Israel or elsewhere. So that was a fascinating answer. Yes, yes, it really, it really is, especially as a Jewish believer in Yeshua himself. He understands the secular Jewish mindset so well. 
Anyone who's interested will find this on the next episode of our Great Stories podcast. And you'll find that wherever you get your podcasts or through the link on our website. And we're going to drop this episode next Wednesday. Well, as we wrap up today's program, we want to express our desire one more time to help you grow closer to Jesus in this new year. And to do that for your gift to the ministry, we want to send you this brand new book, Christ in All the Scriptures, Reading and Praying Through the Bible in a Year. It was designed to walk everyone through the Bible in a year, but more to let you read the Bible through the Jesus lens. And Charles, let me just say the introductions to each chapter of this book, which goes along with each book of the Bible, they're so helpful. They set up for you the themes and the symbols and the types that are within that book, showing you how Christ is prefigured or where he shows up. And I have to say, Charles, that little ribbon we put in the book is really handy Mm. to travel with and keep track of where you're at in your reading. So for your gift to Haven today... We want to send you Christ in all the scriptures, reading and praying through the Bible in a year. And as I've been saying all week, don't just get a copy for yourself. Get multiple copies. Share this valuable book, this resource with others. It's a blessing to go through God's word with fellow believers or even with non-believers who are looking for answers. You can even start today before your books arrive because we've included the first three weeks of the Bible reading guide for you to download there on our website. So why don't you just head over right now to haventoday.org, make your gift there, but tell us how many copies of the book you want to share with others besides having one for yourself, haventoday.org. Or you can call us. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. I'm Charles Morris. And I'm David Wolin. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Won't you come back again next week? And again on Monday, we'll share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. For your walk with Jesus, I'm David Wolin with Haven Today, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Every culture has many things in common, because as human beings, we have the same basic needs. Food, shelter, clothing. But there's something else virtually every culture has that is, in some ways, totally unnecessary for daily life. What is it? Music. Music brings people together. It stirs our emotions. And remarkably, we have a singing God. Zephaniah 3 tells us, The Lord your God is with you. He will rejoice over you with singing. It's a beautiful song. It unites believers from all nations, a song of salvation that we have in Christ Jesus. So today, sing that song back to Him. Grow in your walk with Christ with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.